welcome to the House of Hoosier podcast. I'm your host, AJ Guyton. And once again, we have another special guest, uh, someone that I, I know I met a while ago, someone that Hoosier fans know because he's had some some awesome games against us at times. So uh, welcome, uh, Miller Cop to the House of Hoosier. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. Oh, I'm glad to have you, man. Down in Houston, getting a little, I know it's warm down there, getting a little sun. Yeah, uh, I had to catch yeah. you a couple of times, y'all. Who, you know, Miller was out there getting his workout in. It's tough. It, it, he's a workhorse. It's tough to, to time down, but we finally got a Friday, man, and we appreciate it, man. Um, so the first, the first thing I'm gonna do, man, is uh, I'm gonna do a, a few questions to get to know Miller. Uh, what's your hometown, Miller? Houston, Texas. All right, Houston, good. Texas. Favorite food dish? Ah, man, that's tough. I'd probably say. Uh... Something my mom makes, probably one of her pasta dishes. Oh, I love pasta. Her, yeah. Go to yeah. go to Italy, man. Get and get that real pasta. If you yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, high, your high school rival. High school rival was Episcopal High School. Okay. Any, yeah. any notable we, names come out that high school? Um. Yeah, a guy who just got drafted in the NFL, Jane Lawaddle. Um, okay. Yep. Yeah, he went there, and then a couple other guys who got drafted this past year too. So. A big football school, but they they have they have some good players basketball wise too. So okay, I, mean, but, I know yeah. it's hostile environment. We'll get to that later. What's your yeah. what's your favorite hobby outside of basketball? Um, just honestly spending time with my brothers. You know, I've right. got three brothers, and mm-hmm. they're you know they're my best friends, and and mm-hmm. just any time I can spend with them is is mm-hmm. you know my my second favorite thing to do. Okay. <laughs> On a personal level, on a social level, when people meet you, what what, they, what are they most surprised to know about you? Um, I think, you know, when we start talking, obviously, just some random people, I guess, um, you know, they see I'm six seven, and and you know, they realize my mom is like five two, so right. they don't really know how that happens. So I think that's one of the first things, and then um, just from probably just asking me questions, I'd say yeah. that. Because okay. you don't really expect that. Right, right. Yeah. Um, I, I would say you probably have a great personality, but you seem so focused and locked in. I kind of yeah. had that for me personally. It was they always thought I was like an asshole, really. Like they like he's an yeah. asshole. But when he when when you talk to me, you become friends with me. You realize yeah, you're far from it. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Look, looking on like from the outside it looks like i'm kind of like you said kind of like an <laughs> asshole like you know kind of you can't talk to that guy you know especially if you see me on the court or you know right. working out or whatever it may be it's like okay yeah he's I'm, i don't want to mess with that guy but then it's like off the court it's completely different where you know i love to meet people and talk to people and laugh and um you know mm-hmm. just 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 have a good time now oh, that's what's up man your favorite nfl team uh pittsburgh uh-oh. My my mom and dad are from uh, Pittsburgh, so oh, okay. I grew up a, a huge Steelers fan. Awesome, awesome. Favorite NBA yeah. team? Uh, I'd probably say the Rockets just because I'm right. born and raised Absolutely. in Houston. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, favorite to greatest. Who's your favorite NBA player of all time? That's tough. <laughs> uh, favorite, probably Kobe. Kobe, probably your Kobe. favorite. Okay, yeah, cool. And I then say. And then who's your great? Who's and who's the greatest NBA player of oh, all time? Man, this is tough. 
<laughs> this is hard. I always stay out of this argument when it when it comes up, whether it's oh, like we, in the locker room. We ain't arguing, Miller. <laughs> yeah. We ain't I'd probably arguing. say, I'd probably say, oh man, I've been so, part of so many different right. conversations. I'd probably say Michael Jordan in my eyes, oh. just from the stories I've you know mm-hmm. heard and from the, the film and stuff. I know people talk about you know his competition and stuff, but right. I don't really I mean I think that it, it's Michael Jordan, but I I think it's just hard. It's hard to pick one over the other. I don't know. What about you? For sure. For Michael Jordan's my all time. I was able to see all the candidates, most of the candidates, except for the Wilts and the Bill Russells. But Mm -hmm. I don't think people understand the impact Mike had on the game without even having a basketball. Like he, he didn't have a ball. He didn't. He it it was this perception like he just played one on one all the time. And Mm -hmm. but when once he got to the point where he would start using his teammates. He was able to, he was always in, averaging five or six assists a game. He got a lot of points off offensive rebound. His energy yeah. was unmatched. It was unmatched. And he's the fastest 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six guy i ever seen in my life. I had an opportunity to play uh, with him uh, when he was uh, training to come back to the NBA. Uh, so gotcha. I got to see it up close. And he was yeah. older then. Like, it was like, it was a little slower, yeah. but it was like, oh, when you play on his team, man, your, your antennas go up. Like you yeah. don't want to let Mike down. Like you just yeah. you want to miss that open jump shot when he passes. You know what I'm saying? Because he ain't gonna pick yeah. you no more. You know. So yeah. <laughs> and then mine's come from a, a different. So I don't get into the debate, but I love to hear why people think someone is the greatest or the best. Yeah. But my favorite yeah. player of all time is Penny Hardaway. Like okay, nobody well, played yeah. the game that made it look easier than this dude. So and yeah. I just like people who look effortless out there when they when they play. Yeah. The but yeah, man, we we definitely ain't arguing. We always gonna yeah. have that conversation, man. So we'll get into you and your and what was your family dynamic like coming up? How were you raised and and and, and the values that shaped you to become a Miller cop? Yeah, so I've got um, you know three brothers, one older and two younger, and you know my parents are the single biggest you know reason I am where I am today. Um, you know, I think. You know, as much as they taught me and, and taught my brothers and I verbally, you know, what to do, what not to do, how to act, you know, how to treat people, you know, they really did it with their own actions. Um, you know, treating people with respect, um, you, know, you know, making the right decision, you know, thinking about things before you do them and, and understanding the consequences of, of certain things when you decide to do something. And then, you know, the biggest thing I think that I've, I've learned from them is just the, the value of hard work. And, mm-hmm. and the value of treating people with respect. You know, those are two things I think that my parents and I and, and, and my family have done, you know, since I can remember. And it's, it's helped, you know, my, my brothers and I all play division one sports and, and, you know, get to a level where uh, we feel like, you know, we can succeed and, and, mm-hmm. and just, you know, put us in a, in a position to, to, you know, do well, not just in sports, but in life. And so, I'd probably say those two things are, are something that, that I'm, you know, have with me forever. And, and it's a part of who I am because of my mom, and my dad, for Absolutely. sure. You talked earlier about having three brothers, man. What was that competition like? I know the backyard one-on-one games were outstanding, oh, but also did it ever get to, you know, that, that, that line that you like get to, oh. did you ever cross the line? And if you did, it, what happened? <laughs> it, so we cross the line a lot, a lot of times. So we we have we're we have a, a goal over our uh, 
or we have a goal like in our driveway. And so we would, you know, hours and hours and hours and play just, just one-on-one, whether it was 21 or um, two-on-two sometimes, um, you know, whatever it would, uh, was, it was just everything was a competition, you know, right. from when we had a ping pong table, cause my dad, you know, he played professional tennis. And so, you know, we always had to have the ping pong table. So, uh-huh. um, you know, everything was a competition from, you know, who could shower the fastest, who could swim the fastest, who could, you know, eat, eat dinner the fastest and then put it away. Like it was right. nuts. And so I probably, you guys competing who can eat the fastest. <laughs> yes. I, it was, it was nuts because oh, I mean, man. Because I mean, we're all we were all growing, you know, super fast in like elementary, middle school. So, you know, it was like you got home after school after workouts. It was like, all right, <laughs> yeah, we got to go. And then, but I'd probably say, um, you know, crossing the line. I mean, there were many times that we did that. I mean, well, I remember we would the the probably the best and worst thing my dad did was get a big like big light um, over the driveway so we could play at night. Right. Yeah. And so, cause you know, usually we were just, when it got super dark, you know, we couldn't do anything outside. And so then we got the light, so it would get dark. We flipped them on and we kept playing on the, on the goal. And it got so late that eventually, you know, when we were arguing and someone made a call and my parents like were woken up by like, they heard like a, like a knock at the front door and it was the police because our neighbors had, thought that like there was so much yelling and and like and screaming and cussing and all that stuff like they thought that like something was wrong and right. so they called us like the police on us and then my dad was like you gotta like, gotta stop like you're right. inside <laughs> did that did that stop the back the, the late night one-on-ones or you just guys learn how to keep it, keep it quiet oh yeah we had to keep it down we oh, learned okay. how to we learned how to argue every call without really yelling at each other right <laughs> all out there in sign language <laughs> yes exactly Heck no, that's yeah. incredible. and to keep it in perspective how old are your your brothers they're younger than you yep so one, the one is older he's uh 24 mm-hmm. i'm uh 22 my younger brother is um about to turn 21 i think next week okay. and then um my youngest brother is 18 about to turn 19 and you said they're division one where to go to school so my youngest brother is a quarterback at University of Houston. Wow. Um, my the one just above him is uh, plays basketball at University of Missouri Kansas City um, yeah. with uh, Coach Billy Donlin, and then okay. you know I'm at IU, and and um, then my oldest brother played football at uh, Vanderbilt and graduated like oh, last year. I don't know yeah. them. them, them. Them wars, boy. Woo. Oh, no. They, yeah. It was bad. And the, <laughs> one of the worst things my dad did was get us uh, a pair of boxing gloves. Oh, man. That, that was, was but he only got one, one pair. So we all, we only got one glove. One glove. You were lucky oh. if you got the right hand. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious, but y'all got to yeah. definitely come out with a movie, a Netflix oh, movie. <laughs> I know. Honestly, we do. For we real. thought about it. For real. When did you develop that love for basketball, though? When did that start? You know, I, I, playing sports, you know, was a huge part of my life growing up. Mm. And, you know, I played every sport. But I'd probably say around sixth, sixth grade, I, I really started to fall in love with it and, and fall in love with the work. You know, I met a guy, um, Teddy Wheeler, who, um, you know, his son, you know, played two years at Georgia last year and is transferring right now. But, um, 
you know, he's, he, he, he kind of taught me how to work and taught, taught me how to, um, you know, operate in, in the world of basketball and, and kind of reach a new level in terms of my game. And so, you know, from really sixth grade, seventh grade on, you know, I took basketball as serious as, as I could. And, and one thing that my dad is, um, you know, showed me is that if, you, if, if we're going to do something and if it's some, if there's something that you want to do and, and you really love, then we're going to go, you know, 110%, you know, at it. So, you know, I told him, I was like, look, I want to focus on basketball. This is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, being in seventh grade, you know, my, my goal is to play in, in college. Mm-hmm. So right. I told him that and he goes, okay, well, if you're going to do this then you're going to do this. And then, you know, we set on a path to, to, um, you know, make it happen. And, and, and um, you know, I, you know, I didn't look back. Right. What were some of those things that, uh, that you and your dad did uh, to start to tighten up all your skill, your shooting, your ball handling that enabled yeah. you to be successful. What are some of the things you guys did? Well, I mean, it, you know, it started with a guy, you know, with, with Teddy Wheeler. Cause mm-hmm. um, you know, I played AU, he was my, my first AU coach. And so, um, you know, that was a whole new world, you know, coming into a, um, you know, a different atmosphere of, of AU basketball and, mm-hmm. and, and, working out and, and just learning how to work. And so, you know, stuff from, you know, we would practice, um, we'd have AU practice like every day of the week. And then, you know, me and him and my dad would stay after and shoot and, um, to like 11 at night in the gym. And we would just, just get reps up and get reps up. And, and, um, it was just, it was just the, uh, you know, the pursuit of just, you know, understanding that, that I can always be doing more, you know, right. and that, gotcha. um, that that you know the next level wasn't wasn't really going to wait for me and i had to i had to step it up and you know to meet my my, my potential right um yeah the reason why i want you to expound on that because a lot of parents think that you know getting their kid involved in an aau program is enough and it's just yeah. you're just not getting enough work you're not getting enough yeah. individualized attention yeah you're not put enough reps in and over yeah. and over and over again i just wanted them mm-hmm. to hear that that, hey, yeah. man, yeah, you can play all you want, but it's going to be what you put into it outside of that is what's going to really manifest that. So exactly. I want, that. I want them to hear that. Let me tell you guys a little bit about our partners over at Bet River Sportsbook. If you haven't signed up with Bet Rivers yet, now's the time. Bet River Sportsbook is offering a $250 match bonus for your first deposit. But what sets them apart is that they require just one play through to turn your bonus into cash money. When you win at Bet River Sportsbook, they pay fast. And now it's even faster with rush pay instant approval for withdrawals. It's safe, it's secure, it's reliable. With March Madness around the corner, there's never been a better time to give Bet River Sportsbooks a try. Go to betrivers.com today or download the Bet Rivers iOS app. Must be 21 years or older, gambling a problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Um, when did you begin to notice when you got to high school, obviously, when did you begin to notice that you were different from the other kids, you, that you, your, your talent started to separate you? I'd probably say um, my sophomore year, um, mm-hmm. you know, I transferred to from a big, um, you know, I was a went to freshman year. I went to Stratford High School, which is a public school, a mm-hmm. big, big time football school in Houston. And, um, you know, a guy like Andrew Luck, you know, came out and there who, who played for the Colts and um so you know it was a big football school and I wanted to focus on basketball so I, I transferred to a, a private school in um Houston Christian and, and was able to 
to really just hone in on my craft and work and work and work. And, and, and um, you know, I, I think I noticed there my sophomore year that, you know, I got around, you know, some different kids and realized that number one, that they weren't doing as much as I was and that, that what I was, was doing wasn't normal. Right. Um, yeah. Because, you know, I'd be, um, you know, shooting in the morning with, you know, making best friends with the security, you know, the night guard and, um, you know, the janitor. So I get the lights on and, and, you know, shoot on the gun before practice and, and before school actually. And, you know, stuff like that, where I could tell that, you know, when I told people, when they asked me, like, you know, what are you doing here? You know, what are you doing here so late? You know, what are you doing here so early? And I just tell them and like, it's normal. And they kind of look at me weird. You know, mm. that's kind of when I knew like, okay, you know, yeah. what I'm doing maybe isn't super normal, but it's, you know, I've made it my, my norm. Right. That makes sense. What was that game that you had that really solidified it? I know I always talk about my soft, my freshman year, I played JV and I had a game my life and I yeah. knew, I was like, oh, I might be a little different from these dudes. What yeah. was that moment for you? I'd probably say, um, I'd probably say it was my junior year. Uh, I mean, I already knew, you know, that I was good and that I feel like that I was better than most of the kids, um, you know, in Houston, you know, to say the least. And so, but I, I'd say my junior year, I came out and it was like one of the Saturday games. And, um, you know, I, I, it was like the beginning of maybe a tournament or something. And I came out, I had like 44, I had like 11 threes. And, and I was like, yeah, like, yeah, this, this <laughs> may be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's coming together. It's coming right, together. It's coming together. And, and I left the game feeling like I didn't, you know, I, I didn't play the fourth quarter, but I left the game feeling like, man, I could have played better, you know. Yeah, so, I, you know, so man, you mad at the three you missed? <laughs> exactly. Yes. I yes. Could have, I could have fifty. That was what's yes. up. <laughs> what, um, yes, you know, obviously, you had a, a stellar high school career. Your recruitment against the pickup at, at, at that time before you what was your dream school uh before as you were starting to get recruited and obviously that changes as we i had a dream school i think i wanted to go to virginia back in the day for yeah. no reason other than i liked the colors and they was yeah. uh, you know what i'm saying and it was a good team on the video yeah. game i used to play so it was just yeah. reasons like that but for you yeah. as it begins to pick up what was your dream school at that time i probably say um you know, before I started the the process, I probably say it was Duke. Duke, you know, yeah. just because I liked it. My mom liked the colors. She likes blue <laughs> and, and that kind of stuff. And I was like, yeah, you know, I mean, I mean, I feel like I could, you know, that'd be a good school or whatever. Right. But, uh, you know, honestly though, it was it was my dream school was just to be at a blue blood. You know, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. And, and that that was really kind of the top of it. Like that's mm-hmm. that's really what I wanted. So absolutely. Um, before we get to that. And you looking back now, you've done it all, done it all when it comes to AAU and high school. Would you change anything about that process of, of, of AAU and recruiting? I know it's, it's, it's like way different than when I played, so it was a lot different for you. But now, as we get older, we start to think back, man, I shouldn't have wasted my time doing that. Or yeah. this is, that wasn't good for me. What, would you, what advice would you give to the young kids who are going through that process of AAU and travel right now? Yeah, I'd probably say if you're getting recruited, um, well, first off, you got to have, you got to have the good grades, you know, mm-hmm. to be able to do that, you know, cause a coach, I mean, unless you're, I mean, still, but unless you're, you know, a guy who's, who's going to get drafted and, you know, no, you know, is maybe top five in his class, like 
you can have maybe subpar grades, but I mean, if you're the rest of the 95% of the kids like me, like you got, you have to, you have to be able to hold your own in the classroom and, right. and show that you're, you have a, you're a high character guy because, you know, no head coach who's getting paid, you know, millions of dollars is, is going to put his stick, his neck, you know, on the line for you who you can't even get your grades right, you know, but you want to play, you know, right. college basketball, you know, so that's the first thing and so the second thing you know if you're if you're you know fortunate enough to get recruited i probably say is um something that i wish i would have done is you know ask every question you know right. ask the questions that you think that you don't really want to ask because it might be awkward right. you know ask them um you know the hard questions the questions maybe maybe you don't want to ask it but tell your dad to ask it mm -hmm. tell your mom to ask it you know so um, I'd say, ask every question, you know, it's about information, you know, it's about, um, you know, figuring out what, what works for you and what works for them and, and how you can make it work. So I'd probably say those two things are the biggest things, um, you know, if that's, guys going through that, that process of, that's of great getting recruited in AAU. That's great information. I'm an, I'm an athletic director for the a school district down in my mm -hmm. hometown and I cringe when kids say, I want to play college basketball. And I'm like, you, you're not even taking the right classes. Like yeah, from the start, exactly. like, that dream yeah. is, de is defeated from the start. I so I completely understand that. I want more yeah. kids to hear that. Um, going into your recruiting, man, got recruited a lot. You talked about, you know, you, you initially wanted to play for a blue blood, but you ended up settling on Northwestern. Why yeah. was that? Well, you know, I think I, I built a really good relationship with Coach Collins um, mm -hmm. and the staff. And, and, you know, I was excited about, um, you know, what they were building and, and, and the trajectory of, you know, when when I was getting recruited by them. And, and uh, you know, I went on my visit and, and I, I really was, um, you know, struck by how, you know, cool the, the guys and the team were and, and mm -hmm. really was, um, you know, excited to, to, to be a part of that and, and be a part of that you know, kind of family. And, uh, you know, I was, I was, um, you know, trying to get out of Houston and, and experience something new. So Evanston, mm -hmm. Chicago kind of was, uh, was interesting to me as well, for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. And and you had a, a solid career. I mean, you, you had some ups and downs, but, uh, but you, when, when did you start thinking about making a change and why was that? Yeah. You know, I, I probably say this, this, uh, past year, my junior year, mm -hmm. um, you know, obviously there were ups, ups and downs, you know, I started right. the, the year really well and then, you know, had a little bit of a, a bump in the road and then, you know, finished better. But, um, you know, I'd, I'd probably say, you know, after the season ended, um, you know, I got home and I, I you know, I talked with my family and, um, you know, I, I kind of just sat down and asked myself, you know, what do I want? You know, what do I, um, what do I really want? And am I going to be able to get that in Northwestern? Um, you know, and, and I feel like, you know, I came, I came, came to the uh, conclusion that, um, you know, I'm, I'm in my, I'm at my best when I'm kind of outside of my comfort zone, when I'm, I'm right. trying thing, new things, when I'm, right. when I'm being pushed in, in ways that I didn't necessarily think I, I would be. And, and I feel like that's really when I'm at my best. So, um, you know, I, I'd say after the season was when I, I uh, you know, decided that, you know, it was time for me to make a change. Was it uh, driven more by the, the on-court, uh, you know, skill development or whatever you want to call it? Or was it more like the pressures of COVID? And, and then once you went through that, it just felt like, hey, man, I just need a new start. Like, what was, yeah. was that or, or the other? 
It was, uh, I'd probably say, I mean, it was a basketball decision. Okay. Um, Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I thought, you know, COVID was a, it was a crazy year and it was ups and downs and you really never knew before, you know, heading into a game, if you were really going to play until maybe, you know, four hours before the game when they cleared everybody with the test. So, you know, it was nuts. It was, it was uh, mentally, you know, a wild year, but uh, for me, it was, it was a big, um, you know, basketball decision, you know, I'm sure leaving, and, and I want I want this message to be for all the kids that are because transferring is kind of a, a, a in thing right now. Yeah. Most some for the right reasons, some for the wrong reason. But I'm sure that conversation was difficult. How do you? Uh, what advice do you give kids about transferring the right way and and how to yeah. go about? It? Yeah, I mean transferring is is obviously there's you know thousands of kids doing it. Um, you know, in college basketball and, 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 you know, doing it in high school probably too. So, um, you know, some advice I'd, I'd say is, is, you know, be straight up, yeah. you know, be honest, you know, give, give somebody a call. Don't just try to leave and, and right. text them and leave a voicemail, <laughs> you know, call, you know, you know, yeah. you have to man up and, and just say, Hey, look, you know, this is what I'm doing. This is what I've, I've been thinking. And, you know, thank them, thank that person for, for all they've done for you. Because, you know, I thank coach Collins because, you know, for three years, he, he, he gave, gave his all to me and I gave um, it right back. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'd say some advice is, is, is to be honest and, and um, be upfront, you know, and, and not be afraid to, to hurt their feelings because right. it is at the same time, it is your journey, you know, yeah, it's, right. it's, it's not theirs, you know, so, um, you know, you do what you feel best, but at the same time, you know, have the, uh, the respect to, to leave that bridge, not burned. Right. That's smart. Very smart. Great advice, man. Um, and, and at the end of the day, you got to do what's best for you. And I, yep. I just want to make sure that kids understand that you, like you said, we don't burn those bridges. You, you man up, you go, you go have that meeting. You make exactly. that call. You don't, you know, if you don't want to be swayed, don't be swayed. It is. It's, yeah. it's for you. And it's for your career. So uh, it's, and it's the way that things are. And that's the way it's going to be. So I, I respect that wholeheartedly, man. Um, you, you dip your toe into the transfer pool, man. You, you look around a little bit. What was the energy that drew you to IU? Man, it, w- it was it was wild because at first, you know, when I was entered the portal, I was, you know, I had one thing that I knew I wasn't, you know, in my head, I thought I wasn't going to do is stay in the big 10. <laughs> you know, I came in and I, I was like, okay, well, you know, I don't know where I'm going to end up, but I, I want to get out of the big right. 10 for sure. Right. And so that's what I was telling myself, you know, I kept, you know, I kept telling myself. And so, uh, you know, but it, the, the energy was, was pretty cool. I mean, you know, it, it obviously was different coming around the second time because I knew what, what I was looking for. You know, I mm-hmm. knew, I know college basketball. I know how it goes. I know, coaches I know rosters I know um you know all that stuff so for me it was about um you know finding the right fit and you know if a coach called me and and you know asked if I would have interest I said you know if and I didn't I would say straight up you know coach I appreciate the call but I don't mm-hmm. um you know just because I, I don't want to waste their time and I don't I don't want to waste mine right you know, they know I know that they're you know calling around you know trying to find guys and and, and kids that'll that'll you know, fit their school and fit their program, but 
not going to try not to hurt their feelings to end up wasting, you know, three weeks of their time when they could be right, right. going to find somebody else who's, who's really going to end up going there. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, that was one thing, but really what eventually, you know, drove me to, to Indiana is, is, you know, the opportunity to, to, you know, kind of get back to where, you know, it used to be, you know, at its height, you know, to, um, and, and to grow something with, with coach Woodson, mm-hmm. um, you know, you know, I'm super excited to play for him and, and, and play for Indiana and, and, you know, be able to, being able to, to be at a school that, um, you know, loves basketball and, and has a culture and, and, and just deep rooted, just love for the game is, is huge for me. And, and, and it just makes me want to just, uh, do better. Yeah. What was that first uh, conversation with Coach Woody like? Uh, it was good. I mean, that's my dad coming in. What's up, Pops? I can't hear you. Sorry. We'll start over with that question when he uh, when he does. So. Uh, all right, cool. So what was that first conversation with Coach Woody like? I mean, it was it was interesting because at at first I wasn't even, um, you know, thinking of of you know taking the call because you know I want, didn't want to go back to the Big Ten and and, right. and my parents were just like you just hear them out you know what's the worst that can happen you'd have a phone call and 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 then you, you just talk to them and so mm-hmm. after that I I uh, you know called him and, and and we talked and you know I thought it was a really good call I mean he had he was high energy I could tell that he was you know, really, um, really excited about, about the job, about getting the job, about, uh, you know, winning and mm-hmm. about uh, building and, and, and winning now. Um, you know, it, w- it was good to see, uh, you know, I could really tell I'm a basketball junkie, so I could really tell that, you know, he obviously, you know, knows so much about the game, but, but just, you know, hearing him talk just a little bit, I could tell that he's, He's he's you know on a different level in terms of of the basketball X's and O's the right. the, uh, the concepts and and all that stuff. So you know that was that was really exciting for me to hear. You know, prior to that phone call, what did what 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 did you know about the IU tradition? What what, what was your 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 education of it? Your knowledge yeah. of it? I you know I didn't know much besides you know when you know we played Northwestern played um you know at indiana um a couple times and and i could tell um just from the pregame the the fans the chance to stop it like all that stuff you know i could tell that it you know there was a deep-rooted like a known understood way of doing things in the in the community in the family and obviously i know um you know, the, the Bobby Knight era and, and, mm. and all that stuff and, and the height of, um, you know, Indiana basketball, um, you know, so I know about that stuff and it, that, that stuff just so interesting to me and, and, and so cool, mm. um, you know, so just to be a part of that tradition is, yeah. is amazing. And really, I just can't wait to, to, to really be a part of it. What parts of your game do you feel Coach Woodson and his staff are going to help you develop the most? To get yeah, I think, goal. yeah, I think, you know, Coach Wiss has talked about my ball handling and be able to uh, play play out of pick and roll mm-hmm. um, and make make great reads out of the pick and roll, not just, you know, try to come out of, uh, 
to score, um, but really be able to make right reads and, and, and be able to use my IQ, um, you know, to, to my advantage. And another thing he's, he's talked about is, you know, me improving as a rebounder, um, you know, using my size and, and my, my uh, strength, you know, as an advantage to really be a really good rebounder. And, and once I get it, uh, being able to start to break um, and initiate offense is, is something that he's talked about as well for me. So, um, you know, I'm super excited. And also, you know, he's always talked about, you know, you're going to guard. So that's, that's something that, you know, I, I'm, um, I've always, um, you know, at least in and, and uh, you know, I'm ready to, to um, do that next year. Okay. Have you connected with uh, Tamar Bates uh, and, and gotten to know him a little bit? And what what is your first uh, impression of uh, of him incoming? Yeah, no, I, I've, I've we've texted a little bit, and, and mm-hmm. I, you know, from what I know so far, I think he's a super cool guy, and mm-hmm. and uh, you know, he loves the gym, he loves the work, and and that that's 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 who I am. So I, I think we'll get along just well, and yeah. um, you know, I think we have some mutual friends and. Um, they've all told me he's he's super cool and I'm gonna love him. So uh, awesome. I'm excited to get up there with him. Awesome. Okay. In this segment, man, I'm gonna share with you. I will only share this with one other person at IU, and that was Victor Oladipo when he was a uh, incoming freshman. I was just happened to be up there, <clears throat> and I sat down and I and I shared him some things. So I want to share those same things with you and give you a little bit of uh, of advice on as you as you go forward. And some of these things you may already do naturally. And some of them, and you just take them in and, and take do what you want to do with them. But the purpose of them is to, to help you be as successful as you can at IU. As, as you know, I played there from 96 mm-hmm. to 2000. I'm also an out-of-state kid that, that came in, into Indiana and really not – I mean, I understood what a tradition and everything was, but I didn't understand at the level that it was at IU because, you know, they say in 49 states is basketball – in Indiana, it's just, it's different. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's, that's true. It's a hundred percent true. So the first thing I'm going to say is, man, make sure you create relationships, open up and network because, you know, those, those people who support the basketball program at IU will eventually be running businesses, corporations and all that kind of stuff. And they are everywhere in the country, in the world, man. I was walking, I played in Italy back in 04. I'm walking down the street. And an IU fan stops me, talks to me, and I'm just looking like, how do you know who I am? Like, I'm 10 yeah. pounds lighter because I ain't eating over there. There's no way you can know who I am. So that's how, how it reaches uh, through throughout. Um, don't, don't do any social media during the season. I don't know if you do that or not. Please try to stay away from that. Um, never leave practice without making 100, and two, or 100 to 200 game shots. Every, every, after every practice, no matter what happens, good practice, bad practice, get those reps up. Um, this was weird, but watch highlights of your favorite player before the games. That's going to get you super hype. And you, it, it's, uh, mine was Larry Bird and Michael Jordan back then. I always watched these highlights. So um, play with passion and enthusiasm, but let the crowd know you feel your, their energy. Hopefully you guys will have fans and, you know, you, you can feel, but that energy is different, man. They, these people, they, they, you having that, that mediocre or that lackluster game, but once you feel that energy, it's going to perk you up. And, but at the same time, they love to feel the energy. 
They love to see that you recognize that you, they're the ones who helped you get to that yeah. level. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Learn as much about the IU tradition as possible. And what I mean by that, go all the way back, man, to the Hurrian Hoosiers of the 50s and just start to get understand those names, understand what those teams did and what success is at IU. Uh, and, 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 and begin to, because and, and, you'll begin to walk it, talk it, and live it, man, uh, all the way up through the 70s. Obviously, the 70s was, was, was really, really when it began, became nationally known because in 75, they were undefeated in the Big Ten. In 76, they were undefeated. They should have won it in 75. It wasn't for an injury. Uh, I mean, the 76 team is probably top two ever, uh, still holding a record and being undefeated. And then it's just consistency all the way out all the way through the 90s. And so just understanding those guys, reaching out to those guys when they're not reaching out, but talking to those guys when they come visit, because now that Coach Woodson is back, a lot of us will come back and 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 try to you know connect with you guys to make sure that especially we out of state, man. It, it's it's weird to say that. Yeah. I'm, I'm from Illinois, but in, in Indiana guys, they know like they they locked in. But yeah. out of state guys really don't understand until we get there. And I want you to, yeah. to start studying it before you get there. So, hey, there's no gotcha. period. You know what I'm saying? And it's important Got it. to yeah. know those kind of things, man. Uh, just get ingratiate yourself into those traditions. Not that you have to emulate it, just so that you know it when, when um, what's the word, Alan Anderson walks in. You know, oh, man, shit, I've seen that's Alan Anderson, man. Mm-hmm. Played in the 90s, best Big Ten player of the year, whatever, whatever. All that kind of stuff. So, and my last thing is, it's kind of twofold, man. <clears throat> Make sure that your your team is a family. You you can do that from a leadership perspective. No, make sure that there are no pockets and clicks in the team, and make sure that when and when you see that, you break that up and you break it up yeah. by doing things together, because that's that's what championship teams are made of. And I and listening to all the championship guys who come on this podcast. Keith Smart, Steve Alford, Isaiah Thomas, Quinn Buckner. Uh, that's the one thing they had consistently they talk about on my podcast is how, how much of a family they were, how much yeah. of it wasn't no pockets. Everybody was on the same page. And if you weren't, you stuck out like a sore thumb. My time, I had a lot of turmoil during my time, a lot of transferring, a lot of McDonald's All-Americans leaving, and we weren't on the same page. And that's why we weren't as successful as those teams. And so our job is, you know, as an alumni, my job is to make sure that when that doesn't happen to, you know, our, our kids coming, uh, you know, coming after us. And man, man, identify that and knock that out, bowling together, yeah. you know, eating together, uh, you know, pick a different teammate to go kick it with, you know what I mean? Not just the same two. Uh, those kind of things. And that's because that's yeah. Indiana. That's Indiana tradition. It's Indiana basketball, man. And the last thing is, um, and I know it's difficult because everybody has professional aspirations and want to play in the league. Make sure that you focus on the, the now, the college basketball season. Don't worry about the NBA. Don't worry about the G League. Don't talk about it. Don't let it manifest energy in your brain. Don't let it, because the path is now. What can I do to help Indiana win? Indiana successful. Miller Cop is going to be successful. Tamar Bates is going to be successful. Trace Dashon Davis, Race Thompson. That's where the success comes. Nobody's going to want to draft a, a kid from a mid, mid, middle middle of the line team that that wasn't that should have been a good team that was. Yeah. 
And uh, I think you will do that. You know, I know a lot of this stuff is just reminders, but, you know, when, when we have our recruits come on the show, I want to make sure that they yeah. understand what you're getting themselves into. And it's a positive what you're getting yourself yeah. into. It's a fun, you know, see nothing like it, you know, from, uh, from on campus, off campus, social and all those things. Man. What do you think about those things? I, I wrote them down. I want to make sure I got them all. So make connections. Yep. No social media during season. Mm-hmm. Show energy to the fans. I, know, yep. I think in between there, I may miss some. 100, missed, 200. Yep. Which one did I miss? No, you didn't. Go ahead. Go ahead. That's the one. Oh, 100, 200 game shot makes after every practice. Yep. Learn IU history and tradition. Yep. Make sure the team is a family. Uh, uh, focus on college basketball now. IU success mm-hmm. equals my success. That's what I wrote. Yep. The only the only thing that you missed, I think, was play with passion and enthusiasm yeah. and let the crowd know that you feel them, their energy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you'll become a cult hero and it'll be all she wrote, man. I'm telling you. So it's going to be a fun experience for you, man. Definitely. And that, that concludes that segment. I just want to get that out as we, as we wrap up. I appreciate that. Oh, no problem, man. I'll be there supporting, you know, whether it be on the podcast or in person, it's all positive. It's all love. There is no reason to be negative about any, even last year, they were just, trying to get me to be negative. I'm like, no, these kids are going to remember this forever. Like, I don't want to be the guy that that, that helped uh, pour salt in their wounds. Like, that's just not mm-hmm. what this is about. This is a family network and we're going to have fun together. Um, what, what, when will you? When are you scheduled to arrive on campus? So right now I'm scheduled to arrive um, a little later than most guys because of um, my Northwestern quarterly system. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> You know, it's ending later, but I'm supposed to get to to a campus on the 12th of June. Okay. All right. 12th of June. And I'll start practicing, uh, working out on the 14th after I get it cleared. That's awesome. It's just coming up. Um, yeah. What will IU what, – what, tell, tell IU fans what they should expect to see out of Millicop this year. Um, I think kind of like you said, um, you know, I feed off of – I think my best games have been at – at Indiana because of the fans and because of the, the energy, right. even though it hasn't been, you know, great, great towards me. I just, I, I feel like that just is, is a part of me. I feel like I feed off the energy of, of the fans and, and noise. And, um, you know, I remember my freshman year, um, you know, it was my first big 10 first big 10 game ever, mm-hmm. um, on the road at Indiana, uh, with, you know, the team had Romeo Langford and, and Juwan Morgan, I think. And, and um, I, I started that game and I turned the ball over. It was like four to four to six or something like that. Mm-hmm. Turned the ball over, gave it literally right to Romeo Langford. And he went up and, and went down the court and dunked it. And we had to call a timeout. And that was the loudest I've ever, I mean, I couldn't hear myself think. Right. And ever since that, like, yeah. Indiana was still like, even though it wasn't a great memory for me, I was still my favorite place to play like after that moment. Right. So, uh, but no, I think, you know, Indiana fans can just, you know, they can expect a guy who's going to, you know, give them, you know, and the program, you know, all, all he's got, um, you know, someone who's, who's, who's going to play with energy and passion and fire and, and fight, you know, like, um, you know, every single night in every single game and, and, um, you know, somebody who's going to be a team first guy and somebody who wants to win no matter what at the end of the day. 
Well, that's awesome, man. I, I got a good feeling about you, man. I think you think you made the right decision, not just for yourself, but for, you know, for your career and just for, you know, to, to, to get a fresh start and allow you to, you know, get that passion back into the game and, and to feed off of a, 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 a crowd like no other, man. I think you're going to be excited about it. And I think you'll have a lot of fun. So um, with that being said, man, I want to thank you for taking time out your day. I know it's time for you to get ready to go get a little workout in as usual yeah. and tighten it up. And, um, but we look forward to watching you play, man. And uh, we will be definitely watching and, and, and supporting and rooting you on. Uh, just make sure you, you know, you play, play as you play. You, you are who you are. You're a competitor, naturally. All the things that I talked about normally, you know, they're natural to you. Uh, just, just make sure you um, uh, do those things to, to ensure yourself a great opportunity to have success, man. Anything you want to say to Hoosier Nation before we get out of here? Hoosier Nation, I'm counting down the days till I can, number one, get on campus, and number two, you know, put on, put on the candy stripes. So, um, and I can't wait. Absolutely, man. I can't wait to see you in the warm-ups. That's going to be dope. That's, that's <laughs> when you know it's real. You run around, you got Thanks. that clown shirt on, that jacket, and them candy stripes. You're yeah. like, oh, this is different. And it's definitely Yeah. <laughs> Once again, thank you, Miller Cop. Out for the House of Hoosier Podcast. I'm AJ Guyton, man. Signing off with my man, Miller Cop. We'll see you guys next time. Peace.